Hello and welcome back to the Football Chat Podcast. Today is episode 136 where we're continuing our series of going through every club in the Premier League and rebuilding their side for the 23-24 season. Today it will be Newcastle United getting that treatment, a club which has seen a massive upturn in fortune but I think with a small little tweaks, a few little tweaks here and there, they could definitely well become an even better side, which is hard to believe. Obviously Champions League football last season... A great achievement for Newcastle, right? Champions League. Yeah. St James's Park is going to host Champions League football next year. Massive achievement for the team. I yeah. mean, how players like Matt Ritchie are going to be part of a Champions League squad, I do not know. But fair enough right, to Matt Ritchie. Do not Ritchie. disrespect Matt Ritchie. Bowler. I mean, brilliant season compared to the season before where they were down at the bottom, complete role reverse. And obviously, yes, they did get a hefty investment with a lot of money, but yeah. it, money you know, money doesn't always work in football, and Eddie Howe's done a brilliant job, and they haven't... Brilliant jobs? Brilliant job. And they haven't just gone out and splashed money on big stars, like people thought they'd go buy Neymar, but they didn't do that. They might still buy Neymar this That's winter. He's someone idea. they're linked but, with. Um, but... you know, they went and bought Isak, and, yeah. and, and Bruno Guimaraes, and Botman. Yeah, they did also buy Burnham. Matt Target. But, yeah. but he's a capable He's back, done all yeah. right, yeah. They bought the right players. They performed brilliantly. Alexander Isak, what a season. Guimaraes, again, season. Defensively solid. Nick yeah. Pope, Botman, Byrne, all of them, quality. And yeah, I'm a big fan of Bruno Guimaraes. So I think he's so a magnificent player. On the pitch, they've been magnificent. And obviously, off the pitch, they've got quite a lot of money to work with. They do. They do indeed, of course. Uh, obviously, the Saudi backing, they should have a fairly decent-sized war chest. FFP could be the only stumbling block, but provided they pump in a few more sponsorships from Saudi Arabia, they'll probably beat the profit-loss calculations by quite a distance. But, mm. yeah, other than that, they should be fairly fairly fine. We'll start then, as we always do with these videos, we're looking at the squad. Um, the first thing to look at, really, is those contracts expiring. Only two players have left the club this summer for Newcastle, but we have a much bigger thing to talk about with 2024. Yeah. As for this summer then, Matty Longstaff and Kieran Clark going. Do you think the, their presence or their lack of will be missed? Uh, no, not really. Two or three years ago, these players are solid squad players for Newcastle. Yeah. But now there are champions. Well, a few years ago, Kieran Clark was a great start. Yeah. And Matt Longstaff was like the you know like upcoming shining mm. star of Newcastle. Um, but no, now more Sean, but yeah, Matt, he's a good player as well. Now they're a Champions League club. They have to you know they have to start getting rid of some of the players mm. like this. Letting them both go, not a problem at all. Where do you see the pair going? We'll start with Matt Longstaff. Um... League One, maybe. League, League one. one? Championship. He easy gets in the cha- a championship side. He easily gets in the championship yeah. side. Probably not a Leicester, because they've got Harry Winks and Kendrick Real players like that. Yeah, I can see it. I think it'll be more mid-table. I can see Matty Longstaff at Coventry. Norwich. Or someone like that. Norwich, maybe. Maybe. Red did not Red in Okay. <laughs> Kieran Clark then. I could see Kieran Clark making a prem move, though it's probably going to be championship. I think a Luton or Sheffield United oh. wouldn't be... Worse off with him in their side. That's, uh, uh, yeah, I guess especially just as a squad player who knows the Premier yeah, League. Exactly. But Kitty, you can't start Kieran for like week in week out. You won't be <laughs> probably in not. Trouble. No. He, most likely though, he'll get a championship move well, he, similar to how in his day he was yeah. a decent relegation centre half, but he's just a bit past it now. Yeah, similar to how Les- obviously Leicester made that move for Connor Cody. He made the step down. Very differing players because Connor Cody yeah. was actually playing in the Premier League last season. I'd expect to see Kieran Clark somewhere in the Championship. Yeah. As for which team, don't know. No. Probably not Sunderland. It'd be weird seeing him not in Newcastle, though. It will be very weird. On 2024, then, we've got some big names to talk about. First, we'll uh, get rid of those those smaller players. The players don't really matter. First of which is Kelland Watts, or Kel Watts. His contract expires next summer. He is a, a backup left-back centre-half. Can play either of those positions. Was on loan at Peterborough this season. Made 11 appearances. Yeah, only seven of which were in the league, only five of which were starts. So, didn't really play. He's not going to be making it at New- yeah, Newcastle anytime yeah. soon. For me, that hit, just let him leave at the end of his not contract. Not sure going to miss it that much. Or let him leave this summer. Mark Gillespie. Okay. I think they'll probably yeah. move him on this yeah. summer or let him leave at the end of his contract next year. For what? Isn't he play a game this year? No, I don't believe I so. I feel like he, got, he, he, he might have played. No, I think we were saying that if Carriers wasn't there and Mark Gillespie started a Gillespie hasn't made a Premier League appearance at all, ever. 
but he has played for Newcastle three times. So I believe yeah. he may have played in the. I know he's never I played think, championship. Because that's never thing, played in the championship. Because Newcastle had a goalkeeper. So it was if if Carrie, they didn't want to play Carrie, they said I'd play Mark Gillespie. Yeah, he's made three FA Cup appearances at his yeah. time at Newcastle. Um, oh, no, sorry, they were before Newcastle. I don't know when he's played for he Newcastle. He probably leave. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be getting any first team football no, at Newcastle anytime no. soon. So, yeah. He has been on the bench twice, though, for Newcastle this season. Go on. Man United in February, the EFL uh, Cup final, because yeah, only Carrius was, was saying, yeah. legible. Carrius was there, was in Mark Gillespie. So, Gillespie was on the bench final. there. And for their draw away at Chelsea uh, on the final day. So, Maybe two, way, two really crucial appearances yeah. there for Mark Gillespie. Big, big They're the both bench, yeah. <laughs> but he hasn't got on. So, yeah, I imagine he'll just leave at the end of his contract. Matt Ritchie. I mean, big presence. He's been a bit more involved with the squad. Not than the literally, he's quite but, small, but... Um, I, I think they can probably let him go. Yeah. Because we're talking about... We're not talking about this season, it's about next season, where they're going to be hoping to be an established champion... Champions League club. I think they'll be happy to get top four again. Yeah. I don't think they'll be too worried about being established in the Champions not, not, League. Yeah, I mean, like, if you get top four again, you're in there for a second year in a row, that's pretty big. Yeah, that'll be their goal. I don't think they'll quite reach Champions I League football. Think, but maybe if they make enough I signings. don't think Matt Ritchie is a European football player. Uh, no offence to him. No. Uh, but he can definitely cut, still cut it in the Premier League. Can he? For a, yeah, I think so. Yeah, he could work as one of Luton's wing backs. I don't think you can yeah. still get a fee for Ritchie this summer. No. Yeah, you can. Oh, I thought said you can't. Wait, that's what, well, why should you know um, then? Either way, your no doesn't yeah, work. Yeah, no, I, I just think that... Uh, how much are you going to get for him? A mil, two mil, probably. Yeah, Still suppose, a good player. I suppose. Up next, Jeff Hendrick. I think in a similar boat. Yeah. He is a, he is a decent footballer, but ultimately he's years not. Ago, he was all right in the Premier League. Yeah, doesn't really cut it. But yeah, still a fine footballer. Could definitely do a job in the Championship. Javier Manquillo. Again, similar boat, really. Never yeah. really got onto the scene at Newcastle. He's, well, he's, a, bit, he's a bit more a squad player, isn't he? Well, yeah, he's played quite a few times this season. Whenever they've not played Trippier, it's been Manquillo. But Trippier's been fairly... they stayed fairly and, fit. Mate, I, I don't... But, yeah. I don't really think Manquillo's... Just the four appearances from this season, which is a big, obviously, drop. But with Trippier coming yeah. in, that makes a lot of sense. But, yeah, 19 seasons before, 13, 21. He's played a lot for Newcastle over the year, amassing can... 110 appearances. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for me, Mankia will probably move on next summer, this summer maybe. I think the, the right-back is an area you need to address yeah. because Trippier's not getting any younger no. and you are losing both your backups next summer because Emil Kraft is also going on a free. What do you do with Kraft? Do you re- would no. you re-sign him or would you send him I, I thought when he signed a few years ago, I thought he's a real good player, him. He just yeah. hasn't played. What do you reckon the age gap is, by the way, between Emil Kraft and Javier Mankia? I'm going to say Kraft. He's two years younger. Only a year between them. Only a year? Yeah. I, I thought you were going to go much more than two. It makes the stats seem less impressive. But Emil Kraft is 28. Having Mankiw only 29. Yeah, yeah, I think they'll both, both, right. both move on. Yeah. Mankiw still can do a job. But I think he'll probably go to the La Liga. Yeah. They could do really well there. Maybe somewhere like Mallorca. You can enjoy a little, yeah, little island. That, yeah. yeah, Have a nice time. But also absolutely ball out in La Liga. Yeah. And then as for Kraft... I don't know, Germany, Bundesliga, he could probably do really well out there. So mm. don't really know where yeah. Kraft's been this season. Should we find I don't think he's had a loan move. No. He's just played he's made one appearance which is off the bench. He played one solitary minute. And that came against Manchester City on the in the third game of the season, which they drew three three. Yeah. That was his one one minute of football. Right. Really City. got really got stuck into that game. So you see what rating he got. Oh, I didn't quite register one, surprisingly. <laughs> He can probably oh, sure. go. He can probably go. <laughs> yeah, probably. Up next then, it is Jamal Lascelles. But uh, before moving on, right back, an area that needs to be addressed. We'll yeah. get onto that in improvements. Jamal Lascelles. I mean, this is a big one in terms of losing his presence and his leadership. Yeah. But I think in terms of his footballing ability, Jamal Lascelles does not cut it in the Champions League. I think they might sell him this summer because there is yeah. still some money to be made there. I, I, again, I don't think he's a bad transfer for someone like no. Luton Town. I think don't even, think he's a bad transfer for Sheffield United, maybe. I think Norwich, again. Yeah. Kind of a, maybe a, t- a team that is looking... The reason I go to Norwich is it's a team that are looking to bounce back. They've had a few rough years. They want to bounce back to the Premier League. Yeah. You've mentioned Norwich like eight times this yeah, video. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> Forgetting they're not the next one in the series. You know that, right? Yeah, I do forget that sometimes because I'm so, so used to it being Liverpool, City, United, Newcastle, Norwich, yeah. Southampton. Now it's Liverpool, Luton. Yeah. City. 
but United, yeah. Newcastle, and not Norwich. Enough. <laughs> I glory, but yeah, no, no, no Norwich. So Lascelles again, top championship, yeah. bottom of the Prem, squad player, decent. Yeah, I could see someone like a Bournemouth, maybe. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Could be back up there. Definitely but... not Newcastle. Though. No, no, not in my opinion. But he may well stick around another season because centre half is not an area which they need to address urgently. I don't think. But something they do need to address uh, very urgently yeah. is these two players coming up, Fabian Shaw and Callum Wilson, both having contracts expired next summer. You've either got to get improve, you've either got to get replacements in now or renegotiate those contracts now. I have different theories for both of them. <laughs> God, so there we with, go. For, with Wilson, I think you can fetch a good price, and you already have Isak. Yeah. Do you mean there. solutions rather than theories? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Not theories. Um, I reckon Shah's an alien. <laughs> yeah, so I think... <laughs> Go on. Yeah, what, what, you, what are you doing um, with Shah or Wilson? No, so I think Will, for Will, Wilson you can fetch a fee. and you already Are you selling ha- one this summer? I think you can fetch a fee for him and you already have Isak covering in that position. So you That's your one to, striker. You don't need to go... Yeah, because you, you can go buy a backup. But what my point is, is with Shah, I don't think you can get as big of a fee. That's right. why I think you give Shah a new contract and you sell on Wilson. How much do you get for Wilson then? 30, 40 mil. Who's paying 30, 40 mil for Wilson? That's the hard part. <laughs> exactly. You're not getting... That might be what he's worth. Um, but no... Again, 30, 40 mil for Wilson is just a bit steep. Is it? But, I think yeah. he's a quality. But who's paying that? Who's got 30, 40 mil? Like, unless West, West Ham. Ham. Yeah, West Ham are the only idiots that just... Wolves. Smash. Wolves don't have 30, 40 mil. They're Ruben so Neves has been sold to Saudi. Yeah, but they've just signed 10 other folk from Portugal. Are they? Probably. <laughs> if Wilson was Portuguese... 100%, yeah. If it was Calumo Cal- Sono, they might have And they're also selling Kilman to Napoli for 40 mil, so... They've got the money, they've got to send that to Napoli. Equally, they've got to give all that to their owners who are yeah. bankrupt. Yeah. Um, who else might sign Wilson? Maybe Napoli if they sell Austin. Yeah. That's yeah. not happening ever. Imagine that. Don't um, worry, faithful Napoli fans, okay. we're replacing Bossman with uh, with Wilson. Just you wait um, until we replace Kavaras Kellia with uh, Jacob Murphy. Yeah. Kieran Clark's <laughs> replacing Kim. Yeah. Um, no, maybe you do give Wilson a new contract then if you can't find a suitor for him. But I mm. honestly think he's a £40 million player. I don't think any, anyone's paying £40 million. Oh, yeah, but I think that's what he's valued at. I don't know. I think you're being a bit ambitious there. For me, I'd keep Wilson. I, I think, think there's, I think having the pair of them as a really yeah. nice rotation options there, especially with Champions League football. I think Isak will probably start the UCL. Wilson starting in the league. Yeah, loads of minutes to go around this I season. Forgot. I keep forgetting in the Champions League. Newcastle United, the Champions League. And then, of course, in terms of Goran Kowal's development, what do you do about him? Oh, he's we'll probably kid. talk about him later once he we get to the like, Once we get into the squad kit itself, he does seem quite good. Give him minutes. Either give him minutes because you're not going to have cuts or is get him a loan like move. Don't think he's 16. No. He is 18. Oh, he's a bit older. But yeah, he was on loan at Hearts. Yeah, get him a different loan move. Don't give him poor bloke. He's got a year at Hearts. But yeah. So, Wilson, Renew, Shah. Renew. Yeah. He's in mint next to Botman. He's done well, but he will be 32 by next summer. Give him a year extension. Do a 20 bring like in. A year, maybe, yeah. I mean, I would phase him out. I'd have him as a backup yeah. next season, maybe, maybe even this season. Extension. But I would probably extend him now so you could sell him next yeah. summer. Or, yeah, you've got to sell him this summer if he doesn't want to extend. Mm-hmm. Because there is some value there. You probably get 8 mil from someone decent. Yeah. It's like a Bundesliga club, I don't know. Swiss club, young boys might want I don't them. think young boys are spending 8 mil on anyone. <laughs> young boys have 8 mil. They don't pay 8 mil? Probably not. I mean, they don't have to pay taxes, which helps, but yeah. I don't think they've got 8 million quid. Probably not. Anyway, should we do our squad kit or sell then? Yes. We'll we get should. into the nitty gritty of it, decide who's going, who's staying, and who we're playing, probably. Up, up first, not Eddie Howe, it's Martin Dubravka. What do you do with Dubravka? Because he's not really played for Newcastle. You're 100% since, Well, to be fair, he played a lot last season, but since Nick Pope's joined the club, he went out on loan to Manchester United where he made two appearances, came back to Newcastle and made three appearances. So. Sell him. You sell him. Yeah. You've got, you've got Gillespie until next year. You've got Karius, as bad as he may be. You've got Pope. And have they still got like Rob Elliott? Yeah, I think Rob Elliott is still... No, he's not still... Well, no. Not on this list he is. Who else they got there? Carl Darlow. Darlow. Yeah, sell to Bravka. 
Because you'll get a bigger fee for Dubravka than you would for Darlow. Yeah. Because no one's buying He's 34, but you probably fetch yeah, a mil. Sell him. Million yeah. quid. Yeah. Every mil helps. Set of FFP. Yeah, exactly. Carl Darlow. I think he's just fine to sit around and enjoy. Yeah, I mean, there was a loan at Hull last season where he was the uh, bench keeper for Hull. I don't know. Maybe you let him go again. Who started for Hull last season? In How Gull? long's his contract then? Because he's, he's got Matt, me until at least 25. He got benched by Matt Ingram. Oh, yeah. So that's mate. not a great he's sign a for <laughs> Harsh on Matt Ingram. He seems to be a all right no, goalkeeper. No, no. <laughs> he made right. 73 he's saves. Right. Oh. <laughs> in yeah, 22. Hull, Hull <laughs> defenders. 22 shots he faced. No, not 22 shots. 22 games he played. Yeah, 73 saves. 32 shots, 73. <laughs> he wasn't, wasn't saving his things. He the ball back himself. <laughs> Off the back of the defender. Maybe let Carl Darlow go then. You don't yeah. need five goalkeepers anyway. Mm. And he's must be on a lot. How long is his contract? It must be past 2025. Yeah, I don't know his contract. That's his mental. Why has yeah. Carl Darlow got some long contract? He was there forever. Um, VNA, I think you can afford to let him go. Let him keep... Gillespie. Yeah, Gillespie's a keep for me until the next summer. Yeah. Then obviously Nick Pope. Keep. Yeah. Carrot, yeah. Yeah, Nick you Pope. Want to sell Nick Pope? No, I don't want to sell Nick Pope. Oh. Just talk just uh, raising the question rather than jumping on because this, we have got to fill <laughs> fill a podcast. But yeah, Nick Pope. What is he what's he brought to Newcastle this season which has made him so valuable? He stopped goals. You look at you, you look at That's the, what goalkeepers do. No, no I mean like you look at Debrafka last year, he was alright. I think yeah. Carl Darlow's played too much. And, you know, a few over a few years, goalkeepers just haven't been very good. Nick Pope proved he deserved he, de- he deserved that step up a few years ago for me, but he was stuck at Burnley for a bit longer than he probably wanted to be. Yeah. Finally got the move up. How old is he now? He is only thirty one. Only thirty one. He's in his but, prime as a keeper. Yeah, I would um, starting. I would be starting to think about a backup. Because Nick yeah. Pope's probably got another four years left Kim at the Karius top. is awful. But I would look at bringing in a good backup. Because yeah. if Gillespie's fine third choice for the next season, but I wouldn't want Loris Karius as your option if Pope breaks his leg. So, yeah, probably look at backup goalkeeper there. Yeah. Nick Pope, for me, though, he's been so crucial this season. Absolutely I mean, his, his number's right. also quite good. Goals conceded, 32. Now, that comes from expected goals conceded of almost 39. So, you can see there his impact on the yeah. team creeping out shots that maybe shouldn't be kept out by a lot of goalkeepers. His tall frame is really helpful. He can obviously claim corners really well, but also something he brings to Newcastle, which perhaps they've not had in the past, is a goalkeeper that's really good with the ball at his feet. Pope's distribution is really good, but also he's he's capable of passing around the back. Certainly wouldn't put him up there with the Edisons of the world, but he can play with the ball at his feet. Which is, yeah. yeah. Other than against um, Liverpool, where he just has a clobber paper. I was about to say, he's probably made only one error this season. She didn't see yeah. that. I don't know what he was doing. Let's <laughs> just talk about that. The mental situation. Yeah, that was a rogue what? challenge. Yeah. Who went in goal? Dorovka. Yeah, and then Carrius yeah. in the final. Yeah. That went really well. Yeah. They did all right in that game. But yeah, Nick Pope, he's had a good first season at Newcastle. I think we'll continue in the similar vein. Yeah. But I maybe look at that backup goalkeeper all then. Right. For this season, not someone noted down, but a quick few sort of options off the off the dome. Maybe someone like a Georgie Marmadashvili, if he's happy to play as backup, yeah. knowing he has those uh, he's got promises somewhere. of potential first team football in the future. Someone like that could do uh, could do that job then. But yeah, you know, it's always good. There's always good young goalkeepers out there. Yeah. Just got to go and find them. Up next then, Loris Karius. Just quickly, by the way, on the topic of good young goalkeepers, what happened to Freddie Woodman? Because I remember him, like, five years ago. Everyone was saying he's going to be the next best thing, next big thing, and, you know, he's going to be Newcastle's goalkeeper for the next 20 years and stuff. I don't know where where he's gone. He is now at Preston. During Preston last summer... Oh, he's really in the championship. He's really gone down. Yeah, yeah I know. That's what I'm saying, though. What, that's I was like, what happened there? Like, everyone was hyping him so much, yet he's now I've just. I've never seen him play for Preston. Play for Preston. Oh, he's yeah, played a fair few, made a fair few appearances. Norris Carrius, then you're not going to get a fee, no. probably. So yeah, maybe let him go on a free if you can find anyone that wants to. Or just release him and pay with compensation. That. Doesn't seem worth it. I, well, they've got A, they've probably got the money, and B, I don't know why they signed him in the first place. 
Yeah, free transfer at the start of the season, just sort of a third choice option. They'd already let Dubravka go on a loan. They also let Rob Elliott presumably leave and Freddie Woodman, so maybe yeah. just need another goalkeeping option. And as, as bad as he was, he does know the Premier League. He does. He does know. It's not really fondly, but he does know no, it. No. And yeah, he did make one appearance in Newcastle, which is of course the Cabot Cup final. Yeah. Which is mental. That well. But yeah, on to defenders then. Dan Byrne is the first man on this list. Joined at the start of the season, he has had a very successful start. Of, uh, sorry, joined January twenty twenty two. Yeah, so he's had a year What's and a half now. He's had, but he's had a good start of life at left back. Newcastle. Yeah, he's adapted that well role yeah. quite well. Do you think he's a, a start of this season? Do you think he's? Oh yeah, 100%. but does he start the season after? I think maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it's inter- It's going to be it interesting. Depends how his physical fitness is. Yeah, obviously he's 31 now, but can definitely do a job. It'll be interesting, in. obviously, how Newcastle develop as well. But if they're trying to go for Champions League and Premier League titles, yeah. maybe Dan Byrne will start to be phased out. But I think for this season, certainly he will still be in the team. It's just about whether he is still in the team come yeah. in a year's time. But for me, he's yeah a really, really good player. Season, does his role really well. Season. And yeah, I think he's going to be around for a good a good couple of seasons, but yeah, just question maybe whether mm-hmm. he'll be a starting player in seasons to come. Fabian Shaw, then we spoke about a little bit, but yeah, he's a great player. Yeah, really great player. Really uh, he's season, had a good yeah. season, good leader as well from the back. He's formed a great partnership with Sven Botman. Mm. So yeah, I think no real complaints. He's just a really reliable defender and did pick up two assists yeah. in the win against Tottenham. So yeah, fair enough. What a creative merchant. Yeah. But yeah, in fact, very high assist numbers for a centre half. It's obviously there's long balls in behind, but three assists for centre half is not very common, mm, has to be yeah. said. But yeah, good player. Up next, then, Kieran Trippier joined in the January of 2022, joined the same time as Dan Byrne. And well, it was a transfer no one really expected to see. It's someone who was playing for Tottenham and regular for the England national team, was at Atletico Madrid. Mm. And this is when we realised Newcastle went business, I think, was when Kieran Trippier joined. What has Trippier brought oh, to Newcastle? Saying, yeah, I mean, it's what, more, what hasn't he brought, really, I isn't say, it? Yeah, he's, he's just done everything. He's even got set pieces in his locker, yeah. and he's a leader. He's just got everything you need, and he's homegrown. Yeah. He, he, he's an international. He's got everything, that man. Yeah. And as long as you find him a backup... He's a must. Oh, that's going to be my thing. I think obviously he is now thirty-two, so oh, I would bring in a backup goalkeeper. He'll be thirty-three come September, so yeah, he can still do a job for the next couple of seasons. But yeah. I would be bringing in a backup right back. Right. But yeah, eight goal contributions this season shows shows what he brought to the side. Obviously, everyone in FPL loves him because he just generates bonus points all the time. So <laughs> yeah, he's just a really solid player. Emil Kraft then we've spoken about let him yeah. leave Jamal LaSalle similar story Javier Manquillo again similar story but Paul Dummer is someone who has a longer contract than 2024 so what do you do about him I imagine it's 2025 I can't imagine he's got years on his deal I did not realise he's still employed yeah he is still employed I thought he'd become like a plumber or something he has uh, been at the club all season he made no appearances at all for Newcastle this season across any competitions sell him probably yeah, I mean, a wise decision. Just, I'm sure. Oh no, sorry. He did play one game in the EFL Cup this year. Where he played mm-hmm. 90 minutes, dropped a 6.85 rating. Yeah, they got knocked out by Sheffield Wednesday in that game. Um, did they? Yes. Wow. Well done, Paul Dummett. <laughs> but yeah, he's Cardiff. not done anything, has he? Yeah, if they want him. Simply because he's Welsh <laughs> or Swansea <laughs> or any other Welsh team. Yeah. Car Marathon, someone I don't like think that. He's going to Wales. Uh, Cardiff Met Uni. God. Swansea met you. <laughs> Whatever they're called. Yeah, anyone like that. Um, yeah, Paul Dammit probably not going to be in Newcastle regular in the future. No. We'll probably move him on this summer. Yeah. Matt Target. He's fine, isn't he? Just a play second choice. Yeah. It's weird how he's come in and immediately been second choice. I thought it a bit of a weird signing, but Jamal Lascelles, who we're going to go on to in a moment, hasn't. Not Jamal Lascelles, Jamal Lewis. Hasn't really adapted well to life at Newcastle. So he has has had a couple long term injuries. He picked up a knee injury this June, so couple couple weeks ago, and he's expected back late July. So again, probably going to miss the start of the season. Do you think? I don't know. What do you do with Jamal Lewis? Do you think there's any promise left there? Because he's only twenty five yeah, still. I think for him and Sar- him and Sergeant. I think you, prob- you probably. Yeah, I don't know. I probably sell. 
Probably Sergio Ramos. Well, no, no, I think it's still there's still something there. I don't know. I think Zidane's obviously still a good player, but Newcastle, if they want to be play- competing for Premier Leagues, Champions Leagues, he's yeah. not that player anyway, so it won't develop to be that player. And you've, you're probably going to get more of a profit now than you will in a couple of years' time if yeah. he continues to not play. So for me, I'd move on like Lewis this season and keep Target as a backup. Right. Up next, it is Sven Botman. What a season, he's had. He's just exceptional. Just exceptional. They fought offside of Europe's best to get his signature, and he's just a really, really brilliant player. I think for his age, the maturity he shows is sensational. He's so calm, so composed in possession, very comfortable with the ball at his feet. One of the best young defenders out there, I think, for Newcastle. In Botman, they've secured themselves a centre-half who can lead them for years, really. So, yeah, only 23 years old, and yeah. 36 appearances in the Premier League this season. He has been sensational. Crazy, absolutely crazy. And yeah, I think he'll continue continue for years to come, as I say. And yeah, great player. Good yeah, pick up. Very, very good. And then yeah, only Harrison Ashby and Kellan. What sort of spoken about Kel Watts? Probably let him move on. Harrison Ashby, where do you see his future? It's just fine. Isn't he? They signed him last, sorry, choice. in January from West Ham. Yeah. So obviously rate him somewhat, but he's already 21. And he doesn't look to be close to that first team, so... Uh, yeah, I honestly can't say I've watched Maybe alone to the Championship, see how he gets on, maybe. then maybe you see how... Whether he wants to integrate it, him. Maybe, you know I mean, if you really believe in him, give him second choice to Trippier, but... I, I mean, I'd, probably, I'd loan him out before you give him yeah. second choice in a Champions League campaign, but... Yeah. yeah. Up next then, into midfielders, we spoke about Jeff Hendrick, but Isaac Hayden is someone so, that we haven't spoken about. He was on loan Norwich. at Norwich this yeah, season, so. only made 14 appearances. Injuries really hampered his campaign. And yeah, I don't really know Someone's gonna want him what you Someone's going to want him. Yeah, probably not Norwich, but... Not off that <laughs> loan, so no. Someone will want him. And then Joe Linton. He has what been magnificent. Reinvented. Reinvented. Mm. Last so they started playing. They started playing him in yeah. his position. So Last season, helped. I thought he was absolute rubbish. What? But this season, twenty-one, twenty-two. Yeah, I don't think it was that bad in twenty-one, twenty-two. It was really the season before, but this season but he has come, come to life in midfield. I think that partnership of him, Willock, and Bruno Guimaraes in midfield worked yeah. really well. Obviously, I think there'll be a few more players, but I think yeah. Joe Linton is quite likely to stay in that midfield, yeah, despite definitely. the additions, which is how a testament to how well he's done. He is still only 26, wow, so he's still got good years. few years. And I don't think there's much interest from elsewhere. He seems no. to yeah, be someone who I think is quite loyal to Newcastle, so I think he'll be around for the long haul. Good yeah. player, good numbers this season. Hopefully he keeps that up. Sean Longstaff. He wasn't too bad, to be fair. No, he made 33 appearances, yeah. 28 starts oh, this season. absolutely fine rotation. Yeah, involved r- regularly. I think, though, if you add some players, maybe you let him leave because there's not yeah. going to be but loads a squad of space. player, fringe player, he's actually fine. And hopefully, obviously, he doesn't get too much separation anxiety when Matty Longstaff leaves, but sure should be fine there. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you let them both go. I feel like they've got to play for the same team. No, yeah. So maybe Longstaff leaves as well and then they both go play together. Why? No. Just hold that... Doesn't really matter. <laughs> okay. Sorry, sorry, Sean. Surely yeah. fine. Okay. Keep him keeping him yeah. around then. Fair enough. Bruno Gimaraes. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. What a player. To tie him down. What a player. Give him an eight year contract. Don't ever let yeah. him leave because he is attaching the centre so surrounded by thousands of jewelries. Yeah, obviously played a much deeper role this season. Do you think with the addition of Sandro Tonali he may play a little higher? No, if I think if anything I'll play Tonali higher. You reckon? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe. I think I think Gimaraish's attacking talents haven't really been seen in the Premier League yet because obviously no. he plays such a deep role. It'll be interesting to see what they do there, but I do think Tonali could, is the most, well, probably the best option at the base of the pivot, but either can do that job. And yeah, still nine goal contributions from defensive midfield this season. That's pretty impressive. But yeah, all round quite a good first campaign. Ten goals and fifty-seven appearances for a defensive midfielder since joining in January twenty twenty-two. So yeah, really good play. Yeah, what a season he had. Keep him around forever. Joe Willock, another one. Great season. Yeah, of course. Joined in August twenty twenty-one. He was really the first sign. Well, yeah. maybe he's just no, he's just before the yeah. Saudis, wasn't he? Yeah, just a couple of weeks before the Saudis took over, but. He is a really decent player, and I think, yeah, he's making good on the promise that he had yeah. at, New- at Arsenal. And he is only 23, I think it'd be a more than adequate backup, can cover the wings as well. So, 
that's a nice bit of versatility. For me, Willock is a definite keep. Yeah. Up next, new signing Sandro Tonali. Again, wow. most likely to play defensive midfield. He's a great number six. I just this is a cracking signing. Yeah, is it? Yeah. I think why why do you rate Sandro Tonali so highly? Quality. Just 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 what he does is quality. What's he doing? It's it's a big statement from uh, Newcastle to go out and sign him because it's like it's one of those where you look at him because he's always been linked to a move. Yeah, because people know there's a step up from AC Milan. Realistically, if you told me a couple of years ago that Tonali's step up was to Newcastle, that is mental. Yeah, that is absolutely mental. And I mean, you know, he took Milan to you know, took, took Milan to the AC semi-finals, to Champions League semi-finals. I mean, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, I just I think they've overpaid massively. I don't think he's worth anywhere near that seventy million they paid for him. I think. He is a good player, but for 70 mil, you can definitely get better. Because that's the same price that Man United played for Casemiro, though. Maybe not so bad, because Casemiro's a lot older, of course. But I don't know. I think some, they overspent. But he is a good player. He will do really well in that defensive midfield role. I think his name helps him a lot. I think he's, he sounds yeah. such like such a luxurious player, like an Andrea Perlo, like a Claudio Marchisio. Sandra Tonali's just got that, that suave. To it doesn't yeah. it, and I think How that old is he, now? he is only 23, yeah, 23 ah, years old. He's got donkey's ears left in him, man. Whatever those are, he's got another 10 at least. Not 10 donkey's ears, yeah. Are they, if they're only like a month, and that's <laughs> not got long left, he's dead in 10 months. No. Uh, brilliant, brilliant. That, that is a, I think that's a brilliant deal, yeah, yeah. He is a he seems to be a really good player. I think it will blossom and develop really well at yeah. Newcastle. Up next, Matty Longstaff, of course, spoke about leaving the club this summer, leaving his boyhood club. Bit sad, but what a shame. not really good enough anymore. Elliot Anderson. Baller. Do you see the talent there? Do you see yeah. the promise, the prospect? Yeah, I think you can see how much Eddie Howe wants him to succeed. And wants yeah, him to what, what do you see as the best course of action for his development? Keep him around. He's involved in the first team brilliantly this year as a squad player. Do that again this year. Maybe yeah. give him more minutes and give Longstaff left minutes. Yeah, only 398 minutes this season for Elliot. I think bad. maybe you look at a loan move. Depends. Championship, you can definitely you get, a, get good a good move. move yeah, obviously. But I think there's there's some... Uh, you need to be playing regular regular football. And for me, he won't get that at Newcastle. He did make 22 appearances, but only three of which were starts. He did play a bit more in the League, and, uh, in the league Cup and the FA mm. Cup. But for me, he should be starting... Week in, week out, men's football, get him used to yeah. that. And then maybe in the future look at him playing for the for the first team. But yeah. for me, he needs a low move. Up next, Garan Kowal, who is in the uh, forwards. Or a player. Who I would consider as a forward, but he's in the midfield area. He is a great striker, isn't he? Yeah. Get him a good low move. He's played out of position and some other weird stuff, but joined in January, of course. He was at the Central Coast Mariners for the first half of the season, where he did really well, obviously. Uh, nine appearances, yeah. two goals, three assists. Clearly a quality player. At Hearts, he made, well, some some weird amount of appearances. That's because the leagues are all over the place. Yeah. But he only scored one goal from nine games. That's Hearts, it's fine. But it is, yeah, it wasn't an ideal loan move. Where, where do you see as an ideal loan move for Kwan? Championship again. Yeah, what what team? Oh, any of them, really. Any of them. Top half. I wouldn't say Leicester because they've already got Daka, Iheanacho, Vardy. So for me, that doesn't that's not the right fit. Southampton probably also not. They've got Paul Onowatu, Che Adams, Car- uh, not Carlos Alcaraz. Who am I thinking of? Um, What's his name? Is it just Carl's? It might be. It might be the same name actually, which is <laughs> why it's confusing. Uh, the young Argentinian at Southampton. I think it might be Carlos Alcaraz. Then. I think it's just Carl's. Oh, like Carlos Alcaraz, yeah, oh, this is the same name. It's Carlos Alcaraz, but yeah, um, yeah, that probably wouldn't be the right fit. But there's definitely sides that are in need of a striker. Maybe Norwich. I know we've said their name a lot, but they have lost Pukki. Saying that Cameron Archer's got left alone. Yeah, yeah, could be an option then. But somewhere like that in the Championship for him to blossom. Yeah. What do you think of an abroad? Maybe a, a league one. I mean, obviously, you see how Fuller and Balogun has impressed this yeah. season. So, is that an option? Maybe, maybe. Again, got to get the right team. Yeah, right, fair enough. Loads of forwards to go through there. Matt Ritchie has spoken about a little bit. 
But yeah, probably move on. Callum Wilson, definite keep. Yeah. Get that contract re-signed. Up next then, Ryan Fraser. Time to go. Time to go, Ryan. Yeah. Brilliant servant. Probably not loads of money yeah. you can recoup there, but you can get no. something for him, mate. A couple million. He is 29. Only 29? Yeah. But I thought he was ancient. <laughs> Never mind. Still let him go, though. He's not good enough. I mean, yeah, he's not starting Champions League, is no, he? No, he's not. Up next, it is Miguel Almiron. Baller. His injury really hurt him this year because he came back and just wasn't the same player, but he started the season so well. I would have questions. I think he did really well in Eddie Howe's system. I think he had a good run of form, but I am worried it is just that. He's it was that He was just in good form, playing with a lot of confidence. So I would have some, some reservations. I think um, if you can sign yeah. an upgrade, you do. But he has had a good season. I'm not going to put that down no. by any stretch. I mean, it was absolutely very, very impressive. 11 goals, 2 assists in 34 games. But you would be stupid to suggest there's not better out there yeah. that Newcastle could obtain. So if they, yeah, if they could, then Almiron's a sensational backup. Yeah. So that would be my ideal there. Similar sort of thing with Alan Maxman, who I think is a really talented player. So this is harsh, but I don't think he's direct enough with his with his play. Only yeah. one goal, five assists as well. He's an excellent winger and he works well in this house system, but he doesn't really create enough. He isn't really direct enough. So I don't. I don't know. I feel like he's a luxury when, player, isn't he? When yeah, when Newcastle two three years ago, we, we all saw him as a star player because he stood out. But now they've got other talented players alongside him. He yeah. doesn't look as good. I mean, it says a lot when when you're playing in the best Newcastle side of the last well forever probably. Yeah. When you're playing in the best Newcastle side that there has been while you're there, he's gone from his his goal numbers have dropped from three yeah. in one in the, his first season, then three in the next season, then five suddenly plummeted down to one. So he has had a there's a lot I less mean, reliance yeah. on him to do stuff. Yeah, this season. It's not injured, they're not feeding the ball to him constantly. I've been interested to see him with a full season. But he still made the same amount of appearances in 2021. Obviously, more starts, so he's more minutes, yeah. less minutes this I, season. But it'll be intriguing to see what happens yeah. next year. It will be. I for me, I think there's better players out there. Jacob Murphy. I think he's an unsung hero. I think his praises have been sung at times this season. I think he's done well, but I don't know. I don't think he's the the ideal backup. I don't think you sell him, though. I don't no. Know. I don't know where he's going. I think you can't. I mean, that I mean, game he played against Tottenham is magnificent. I yeah. that was Tottenham. But. I wouldn't be surprised if Saudi come in for him, because they seem to love bang average yeah. wingers. But yeah. Yeah, for me, I don't think he is. He's what they need going forwards, but he has had a really good season, so yeah, shouldn't shouldn't play that down. Alexander Isak. I mean, must keep, must keep. Yeah. What a what a season! What a it's an obvious season. one, isn't it? First again, another player that had been linked with the club for a few years, never got the move. Bang, Newcastle are here. They've got him. What a first season in the Premier League, yeah. Yeah, very very impressive. Very impressive. Absolutely huge season. Yeah, really good. And then finally, we have Anthony Gordon, who is currently having a very impressive under 21s Euros with England, of course. I think this was such a brain dead signing. Yeah, why? A, it was very random. B, I think he's bang average. How much did they pay for him? 40, 50 million? Uh, something around that mark. I don't think it's quite 50, but yeah. Why? I don't. Okay, don't get me wrong, I do not like Anthony Gordon. (laughs) Really? You haven't made that clear. But I just don't see, in terms of ability level, I don't see what people, other people see in him. Yeah, I don't know. I think he's only. I think he's a good dribbler, a really good dribbler for his age. I think he's maybe not direct enough, doesn't score enough, but he does score goals. He can create yeah. chances. I he, just think in the he, in the Premier League season, four mm, goals, none, no assists. But you consider he played half the campaign of that, of course, at Everton. Yeah, so yeah, I don't know. They overpaid because they decided to buy an English player in January. You always got to play. For, for me, that. his biggest issue seems to be his attitude. Oh, I hate. I it. mean, I can understand your frustration if you get subbed on and off again in the same game, but he didn't. He shouldn't have reacted like that so like, publicly. He just looks like a knob. He just you know, you look at his face and you go, he just looks like someone you don't want to talk to. Yeah, he, he's got to change that. He's only twenty-two. So he, he really needs to sharpen up because he could be a good player. And he has played impeccably he has, for the U21s. But he is playing against like 
18 year olds that have n- who play in the Israeli you know well youth in some games yeah but he's also yeah, playing as established yeah, players he is he is he is but like the Portugal defenders who he scored against and won the game for England both of those have played top five football in Portugal for the last three seasons yeah so from I don't know I think he's done well in this tournament if he can take that form over to Newcastle that'll be useful but yeah on to improvements then the most interesting part of this video where we throw out suggestions and then yes. you tell us we're completely wrong and very stupid so yeah do get in the comments below leave your thoughts on all the suggestions we have also we spoke about Sandro Tonali so we'll get that one out of the yeah. way early great signing we've spoken about him already though but he is a big £70 million on whatever they end up spending this summer but yeah, there are some areas we need to address uh, that we will be addressing now. Defensive options. I think in centre-half, obviously, they're losing Kieran Clark this summer, potentially losing Shah and Lascelles next summer. Yeah. Obviously, they can re-sign uh, Fabian Shah, but that does leave them with just Botman mm. and Shah, even if Shah does sign. So, definitely... Yeah, okay, as I said, just Shah and Botman then. So definitely of some improvements there. A backup right back, we've spoken a bit about how Emil Kraft and Javier Manquillo don't really cut it. Javier Manquillo, yeah, not really not really good enough. So a backup right would be good. Yeah. And obviously someone a bit younger who can go on to replace Trippier in a few seasons. Then some other midfielders, Tonali obviously plays that deep that yeah. deep line role, covers that six really well. We'll probably start there. They do play a three-man midfield, and I do think maybe rotation options need to be a little better. So I have got an option in there, potentially, if there's a little bit of money left over towards the end of the window. But then in wide areas, I think this is where the big investment's going to come. I think, for me, I do have reservations about Miguel Almiron. I do have reservations about some Maximan. Yeah. I think if you can get some really quality players there, you go ahead and do it. All right. We'll start at the back, then, with the defensive option I have chosen. I've gone for Edmund Tap. Sober. Obviously, he is linked with a lot of other clubs, namely Tottenham, seem to be the ones he's linked with the most. But yeah, I just think he's a really solid player. His his numbers are really good. He profiles very similarly to most top centre halves in the world right now. He's tall, he's athletic, he's great with the ball at his feet, he's just everything you need in a modern centre half. He's also got some really nice heading numbers as well. So for me, he replicates what Shah does in that role. Yeah. So if you look to phase Shah into more of a rotation option, Bring in Tap Sopa. I think that works really nicely. You still need to address the left centre half, but maybe that's a job for next yeah. summer. You know you've got Bottom for a while. You know mm. you've got Burn who can shuffle across, who is a centre half by trade. So, yeah, don't think. I think for me, just the one centre half then to bring in Tap Sopa, you're still going to have Lascelles for another season as well. So, centre half, I think there would be fine, but one more addition will be good. Yeah, I mean, and I think the main thing as well, you know, English League, very physical. He's got that. He is a yeah. big bloke. And it's not, it's not really easy to get past at all. And it, 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 you know, he's not going to get pushed off the ball by no. Erling Haaland and that. He's going to pat off well, by... Uh, most people do get shoved off the ball by Haaland. Well, maybe taps over the difference. Maybe. Maybe he's the one man who Haaland can't beat up. But looking then towards that right-back spot then, a couple then names. I mean, for me, Mal Augusta would have been the perfect addition. Yeah. He's already joined Chelsea, of course. That's a great bit of business from them. But... Other right-backs, then, you just want a good young right-back. And I think I've picked out a great option with Valentino Livramento. Now, he has had a lot of injury concerns this season. However, I think he's still a really, really good right-back. We saw that in his first season at Southampton. He put up some really nice numbers. Yeah. He's a really good attacking fullback. And Obviously, came through the Cobham Academy, which does seem to breed some really talented yeah. players. And yeah, I just think he's a really good player. So if we look at his season before, 28 appearances, 7.09 rating, one goal, one assist. That's an incredible campaign for a for a youngster and yeah. in a team, a Southampton team that weren't great, let's be honest. No. But he was really crucial in ensuring they stayed up. This season was injured, they went down. Coinky dink, me thinks not. I think he did a great job as well. I mean, that injury proneness is fine in a rotation fullback. Yeah, obviously, if he's looking to be your long-term fullback, but yeah. you'd hope he doesn't. Maybe you'd, I mean, fair, it's not really injury proneness. He's had one bad injury. Yeah, but, yeah. And if you nurse him back to full health with a rotation role for a year yeah. or two, he can then come in, straight. Insane in to think he's yeah. only twenty. Uh, so so again, he's, he's got, got another ten, yeah. fifteen years, decade and a half at the top of the game. Yeah, crazy thing, he'd still be playing at 2038, but that, he is a very is young crazy. player. So, for me, again, you could probably get around, you get him for around that 25 million yeah. pound mark, 30 million pound mark. That's a bargain for me. I think mm. he's a really talented player. So, yeah, Tino Livermento, my f- suggestion as a backup right back. Then in midfield, I think 
harsh on Sean Longstaff because he's done well this season. But just to bring in someone else, someone that can change the game, someone that brings something that midfield doesn't have, bit of energy. Yeah. Conor Gallagher. I, I think God. he's most likely to go to Borussia Dortmund. That seems to make a lot of sense on paper for me. But Newcastle makes a lot of sense. It does, and it makes sense for Newcastle. It makes sense for Gallagher. It makes sense for Chelsea. And the reason it makes sense for Newcastle is the same reason why United have bought Mount and Arsenal bought Havertz. These players, these are players that at Chelsea have had a terrible season, but they are very, very good players on their day and in the right team with the right system. And if they can get in a run of form, they are magnificent players. You know, they are world class. You know, Havertz has scored a goal in the Champions League final. Conor Gallagher, look at his season mm. at Crystal Palace. He was. Absolutely yeah, I, I think for me he covers exactly what Joe Linton does. Yeah, that making the runs into the box, arriving late, scoring goals, but also being a bit of creator, being very much involved with the build-up, bringing that ball forward when need but, be. I think he can do all that it's, quite well. It's about having those like-for-like replacements because you look at last year when they took Joe, Joe Linton or Bruno Gamares out, they missed what they bought. If you've got like-for-like yeah. like replacements. You can take out Gamares, put in Tonali, yeah. you won't notice the difference. Obviously, there is something to be said for having players that can be different because you do yeah. want different things from different players. But Conor can do what Julian does, but also offers different things like lots and lots he of energy. He can also run around like a rabid dog and just kick people <laughs> and can. not offer anything. He but... can do that. But yeah, If you're buying him now, probably be around £30 million. That seems to be what Chelsea want. Yeah. If you wait a couple of weeks, they may start to get desperate and you look towards the 25-20-ish million. So... Yeah, I think there's definitely a deal to be had there. Yeah. Up next, two wingers then, one on the right, one on the left. The first one on the right, Federico Chiesa. This is an ambitious one, but they've shown that Newcastle are willing to go out in the market, slap their bollocks on the table, slap their money on the table and get what they want. They spent 70 million on Sandro Tonali in sync. (laughs) 70 million on Sandro Tonali. I think Chiesa will probably be cheaper. Because he has had a bit of an injury record, yeah. and you they have no money. They So as long as it's legal, <laughs> any legal tender, you are buzzing. So for me, you can probably get him around that sixty million pound mark. Oh, that's still steep. It's steep, but he's a magical player. He is. He is so underrated, I think, because he plays for a US side that aren't very good, and he's been injured this year. Yeah. But he can cut inside on that left foot. He can go the other way. He can go onto his right, cut it mm. back. He is so two-dimensional, an excellent footballer, a great finisher, and he has an aura about him. He does, he does. <laughs> he does have that aura, doesn't he? So, yeah, I think for me, if Newcastle want to take their side to the next level, Kies is that sort of signing. Yeah. Definitely. Someone else I think is of a similar ilk, Emil Smith-Rowe. Oh, he's wow. not getting the minutes and the plaudits he deserves at Arsenal. He's been. He's not going to get in over Trossard. He's not getting in that side over Martinelli. I think if you put a thirty-five million, forty million pound do bid, absolutely, Arsenal will start to question it because then they can they can use that money to improve because they yeah. are signing Timber, they are signing Rice, they are signing Havertz. They've, that's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. But that that is two hundred and thirty million there, and I know their FFP is really good yeah. because Kroenke didn't spend anything for years before that, but. <laughs> They would like to recoup a little bit yeah, of that. If they yeah. can move on Smith Rowe for a decent price, I think they'd do it. 30 million, 40 million, something like that. For me, it's a great bit of business. He can cut inside, strike on that right foot. Yeah. He's also a good chance creator. So, yeah, just a really talented footballer and just signing from a direct rival. Yeah. A good young player. Brilliant. And English as well, fulfills that quota, which could start to become a problem if, you, if you're if you losing players like Gillespie. So, yeah, I think he just makes sense. Yeah. Overall, but yeah, so that would be if you sign Tapsoper, Livermanto, Conor Gallagher, Chiesa, and Smith Rowe, adding that to the Tonali 70 mil already, that does come to 255 million. That's fine, but money is no object exactly. for uh, for Newcastle, so yeah, that shouldn't be too much of a problem. They can offset that by selling Jacob Murphy to Al Ali for 70 million yeah. for some reason. And then stick Saudi Airlines on the front of their shirt for a billion, yeah. and then they'll be fine. There we go. Wow, they've made sort a great profit of. this right. year, somehow. But yeah, so I, I think that is definitely feasible. But yeah, yeah. please do leave your comments in the uh, comment section down below. Before we get into the outro and all that sort of stuff, predictions. I don't think it... Sorry to, uh, you know, not to... Um, Annoy. <laughs> to someone we don't know who to annoy any Geordie fans but um, 
I, I don't think it's really good. Why is this like a YouTube apology no, no, video? No, well, yeah, because they might come after me, I suppose. Are you doing the apology video um, before you need to apologise? Yeah. Um, I don't think it'll be as good as it was last year. No. I think they will be in a massive... Because I think it's going to be a titanic scrap for the European spots mm. outside the top four. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be close whether they get Europe or not. Uh, what? Whether they get Europe or not? Yeah. I was going to say it'll be close whether they get the title. No. I think they'll be in the hunt for Champions League football Honestly, again. the Europa League. I think they'll be fifth, at least. I just think there's going to be so many good teams next year. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. I really don't know. Because I don't know whether Chelsea will be right up there from the off. I think they'll take time to get going. He need, Poch needs a season. I think the same for Poster Goglu. He'll need a season. Oh, no, I didn't count so, on them. Okay. I don't think, as much as you seem to believe Aston Villa are like the best sort of team ever, I don't think they touch Newcastle over a season. I, I, no, I don't. The same I don't applies. Think the team ever. I just think, you know, I only had half a season and got okay. to eighth. Okay. Steven Gerrard about half a year. And yeah. Put Steven Gerrard that Newcastle season. See what happens. But Tuchel came in and won the Champions League with Chelsea and then they didn't do anything next season. So I still have reservations about That's Emery. Different. That's different. How is that any different? Because Tuchel won a Champions League, Emery got eight. Yeah. So Tuchel dropped a little bit. Emery could drop a, a well, little bit. No, and he'd be outside not, the top ten. They're two very different competitions. Two very different teams. Two very different managers. That is a silly comparison. Same situation. Exact same situation. Came in halfway point as miracle that is savers. One for similarity. Bang average ex Premier League England midfielders. <laughs> no, okay. sorry. Yeah, yeah, bang yeah, average yeah. managers. I was, set, say. Set, I was not calling me Frank Lampard or Steven Gerrard. Well, Frank, Frank, weren't calling Frank Lampard bang average. That's bang average midfielders. No, bang average managers are minefields. Frank bang average managers are sensational very, players. Very, very yeah. Anyway, that is, yeah, I think I'll be fifth, fourth, fifth, something like oh, that. Right. Just outside the Champions League sports or just They'll inside. They'll get Europe anyway. They will have some sort of yeah. Europe. Although in the Champions League. No. Where, where, do you, where do you see them being in the Champions League? Groups. Oh, they'll get grouped? Yeah. So Europa League then? Yeah. Oh, and they can win that. I didn't think like that. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. What turns they get in their group? I was going to say, we can't really judge. They I get th- I think, Pluson, you know Zagreb. They're going to get through. They can't get Pluson and Zagreb. Presumably they'll both. Okay. They'll, they'll all be in the bottom okay. seed with Newcastle. Oh, yeah. Let's finish. <laughs> okay. That is everything for today, guys. I hope you have enjoyed. If you have, make sure you leave a like and subscribe if you're new around here. It would massively help us out. The sub has been really healthy recently, so if we yeah, could keep that up, that going. would be impeccable. We're aiming for 2.5k subs this year. We're only 951 away from that at the time of recording. So keep smashing that subscribe button until your phone is broken. Into no, 100 you can't watch us, so don't it's nearly great. Yeah, it? just so you can still click yeah. on the videos. But, yeah, that is everything for today. Of course, as always, leave your suggestions and feedback in the comments down below. If you're listening on Spotify, then feel free to head on to any of our socials, Twitter, Instagram, threads, if you want to. We have set up a threads, uh, wow. underscore the football chat, underscore, if you want to uh, check us out on there. But, yeah, any Start socials, movement. if you want to leave your feedback for the audio audio listeners but yeah that is everything for today thank you very much for watching or listening and we'll see you next time see ya